Welcome to 30 Days of Marketing Mavens. 30 days, 30 experts, 30 marketing niches. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click findnewrevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Welcome back to 30 Days of Marketing Mavens. I'm Howard Walpoff, your host. This is brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. And we're excited to have you back. And we're excited to have a new conversation today. We have Nathan Hirsch, who is the founder of FreeUp and the co-founder of OutsourceSchool.com, who really is in the world of virtual assistants and freelancers. And uh, Nathan, welcome and thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. So why don't we just start with how did you get started with the, the world of, uh, of virtual assistants? Yeah, so I was a broke college student who started buying and selling people's textbooks. I created a little referral program competing against my school bookstore and eventually got a cease and desist letter from my college telling me to knock it off. And my parents were both teachers, getting kicked out of school would not have gone over too well. So I pivoted a little bit. This was 2008. Amazon was just bursting out of the scene. No one really knew what it was. There was no courses, no gurus. And I had sold a few textbooks on Amazon. And I thought it was so cool I could have this 24-7 storefront. I just had to figure out what to sell besides books. So I started doing a lot of trial and error with video games, computers, sporting equipment, and just college guy stuff. And I just failed over and over and over. And eventually, I branched out of my comfort zone, and I found that the baby product industry was incredibly profitable. So if you can imagine me as a 20-year-old single college guy selling a million dollars a year of baby products on Amazon, that was me. But the thing is, this business was growing rapidly. Amazon was growing rapidly. I got in at just a great time, yes. but I was doing everything. I was answering every customer service email, fulfilling every order. I was drop shipping. So just a lot of work on the computer and it got out of control. My social life plummeted. My grades started to go down and eventually I had to start to hire people. Well, my first hire, I get super lucky. It's my business partner, Connor. We've been working together for 10 years. He's hardworking. He has the same core values, same core beliefs, and opposite skill sets. But I made a lot of bad hires, hiring college kids that were drinking on the job, smoking on the job. I wasn't their top priority. No adults wanted to work for a 20-year-old entrepreneur that was selling on Amazon. And so I, by, out of necessity, I turned to the remote hiring world, the Upworks, the Fivers, and I, I just wanted something faster than posting a job, getting 50 applicants to apply, interviewing them one by one. It, it just took up so much of my time mm -hmm. that I kept looking and looking. And eventually I had the idea to, to build my own marketplace, free up, which was everything I wanted in, in a marketplace and more because I couldn't find it out there. So that's kind of how I entered the remote hiring world. Well, that sounds like a very great adventure at the nice ripe age of uh of really the, the right time to soak in these lessons and uh, get hit the, the school of hard knocks before getting out really into the uh, timing wise and, and age wise into the, to the work quote unquote working world. But right. uh, and that's and the, the, the wild west of, uh, of Amazon as it was uh, launching and, and getting out there, you really got to see firsthand how the, uh, the platform grew and how, how people interacted with it and, and used it as a, uh, as a shopping platform. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a really, it was the wild, wild west. It wasn't, there wasn't that many sellers. It was me and a few other people. And Amazon was coming out with new rules, changing their algorithms. Software started to come out. It was just a, a wild, crazy time. And although I never really built a brand on Amazon, I kind of learned everything not to do in a business pretty early, like you said. And then when I started free up, I had learned a lot of different lessons, like putting all my eggs in one basket and how to network and sell and talk to people. And I really used those skills to, to hit the ground running with FreeUp. And, and obviously hiring was the most important. We started FreeUp with a, a great core virtual assistant. We were able to hire faster and, and better. And even when we sold FreeUp, 60 days ago, we had an awesome core virtual assistant team, no US employees, and they, they're rock stars. I'm still good friends with them. I, I, that's definitely the worst part of selling is I'm going to miss them, but we set them up for success and, and we really believe in using virtual assistants to grow your business. So let's dive into virtual assistants right now because I know for myself, I'm finding that trying to do my work and trying to do all my social media posts and trying to book people for appointments and I can, the list goes on, it's very hard for one person to do and to balance their life and to get some sleep and, and not forget to do something on a certain day. How, how, first of all, how do you find the virtual assistants and how does someone find the right virtual assistance opportunities for them? Yeah. So go to freeup.com. Even though I'm no longer associated with them, I strongly recommend them. I love them. I negotiated a lifetime discount with FreeUp as part of the, the buyout. So I'm going to continue to use them. When you're adding stuff to your plate, the goal is to eventually take it off your plate and move it to someone else rather than just keep doing more, 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 more. That's how you grow your business as an entrepreneur. And it's really important to keep that focus all the time of how, what your plate is looking like now and where you want it to be to make sure as an entrepreneur that you are, you're sticking with your targets and making sure that you can, you can focus on what the end goal is. Um, how did you first start marketing free up to, to get people, I guess you, you had on one hand, you had to market to get the and hire the virtual assistants, but also get the businesses that needed them and, and, and make that, uh, that, that, um, that marriage, so to speak. Yeah, so it was really the same marketing strategy on both sides, just going after different audiences. So we went on podcasts, podcasts for, for clients, for e-commerce sellers, marketing agencies, Amazon sellers, podcasts for freelancers and virtual assistants and got in front of our core audience. We did joint ventures. We found companies that, let's say they were an Amazon software, they're working with Amazon sellers. That's our ideal client. And we'd let them promote to our audience and then we promote to them. It could be a blog swap, a YouTube video. Um, then we worked with influencers. Same thing. We found freelance coaches, influencers. We found marketing influencers and got them to fall in love with free up and promote free up to their audience. They would get a kickback. And then lastly, our affiliate program, which again, with on both sides, you get 50 cents for every hour that we build a clients forever that come from you. Same thing on the freelancer side. And we would encourage people to tell their friends, Hey, you love the marketplace, tell others. And last year with free up, we paid out $250,000 in referral money, which is a lot of 50 cents. So we really grew free up completely organically with the podcast, the micro influencers, the joint ventures, um, and the referral program. Which is great. Building something organically, there's a, there's a reward to it and all that hard work and effort, but also obviously it makes it a lot easier on the, on the wallet and the, and the process, which is, right. which is a positive. So if someone's looking for someone to help with their needs and get burdens off, what, is, what are things that, I guess, 
have been problems of people saying, trying to get virtual assistants for, but really aren't the right task for them to be thinking about uh, as, as, as the, to, um, to pass off to, to these type of, uh, of, of assistants. So I really am in the mentality that you can outsource everything. With that said, you have to have a system and process it yourself. I like to divide any hires into followers, doers, and experts. So the followers are for what we talked about before. When you have a system for social media, you have a system for your podcast, and you can plug someone in there. They might have years of experience, but they're there to follow your directions. Then you got more of the doers, the graphic designers, the bookkeepers, the writers, the freelancers. You're not hiring a graphic designer and teaching them how to do graphic design. You're giving them a project to do it using their experience. And then lastly is the expert. If you want them to bring their own experience, if you want them to be able to consult, you have to hire the experts, the agencies to come in with their own system, their own process. And let's say we want to run Facebook ads for your business. Well, you can't just hire a VA for five bucks an hour and say, Hey, go run my Facebook ads. I don't know how to do it. That's not going to work out very well for you. At the same time, you might not want to hire a doer because they might run the ads, but you're not really going to have an overall game plan, an overall strategy. And you don't want to spend six months becoming a Facebook ad expert. I mean, you can't do that with every aspect of your business. You can't master everything. So you would hire an expert to come in and hit the ground running. So VAs are there to follow your system, your process. And that's a lot of what we're going to teach in Outsource School is how you interview them, onboard them, train them, and then manage them to really get yourself out of the day-to-day -day operations of your business. And I think having a resource like Outsource School is key because, again, you, I find with small businesses, I like to say that they wear all these different hats. And sometimes the hats fit and sometimes they don't. And trying to race to become that expert, like you, you've said, can really take a lot out of their day where they need to be doing other things. And I sense that Outsource School is going to be that guide to help make sure that the structures of business and flow of, of workload is working in the right ways that the, uh, the business owner isn't overburdened in the, uh, I guess, the knowledge process. Right. And, and we didn't just wake up one day and hire 35 full-time VAs and cross our fingers and hope that it worked out. I mean, we went through a vigorous process. We, we interviewed people. We have a set questions that we ask. We have what we're actually looking for in a person, the, the skill, the attitude, and the communication, the, the full trifecta. We didn't just have them show up for work on the first day and not prepare them. We onboarded them. We let them know what to expect so that they knew what they were getting into and even had a chance to back out before the job started because We'd rather have that than, than have them work for two months and have to start over again. We had certain systems to train them that were efficient, that were fair to them and good for us. And then once you've invested all that time and money into someone, you want to be able to keep them. You don't want to have that revolving door. So how do you get them to buy into the business? How do you get them to like the culture and feel like the company is a family? How do you manage them and hold them to these high expectations and have quarterly one-on-one -on -one meetings and weekly meetings to get the team on the same page and then set them off to execute and come again the next week. So we're really going to teach based on our experience on how we grew free up from $5,000 to $12 million a year with 35 VAs in, in the Philippines by really going through that exact process that we follow. Well, it's, I, I think it's great. I think it's, it's for you, I see it's a great step from what you're doing with, uh, with free up and uh and such an amazing resource for small business owners so let me let me pose the general question that we've been asking what is your number one strategy that's really working well for you and your clients to achieve their marketing goals 
It's funny. So I, this is one thing that I, I've gotten known for is, is networking. And more than just networking, I try to meet three new entrepreneurs every single week. I will cold reach out to them. I'll find people that have similar connections and I'm not going in there to pitch them or sell them on my company. I'm going in to just learn about them, tell them about what I'm up to. I, if I can add value or we can work together or help each other, that's great. If not, it's always good just meeting other entrepreneurs. And that's just the beginning. You can build great relationships with people and they'll start to refer other people. You'll start to get better well-known in the industry. Maybe some of them will end up buying your product or becoming one of your clients. And if you're meeting three new entrepreneurs every single week, you're going to meet a lot of people over the course of a year. And, and a lot of people are running their businesses for years. So a lot of people don't think about that. They're so focused on the ads or organic and all of that. Make sure that networking is in your calendar to do every single week or every single day. Um, and you'll see a lot of long-term benefits. And it's so important. And I know I've been this January, I've thrust myself back into networking. Thankfully been able to build a couple of new groups here locally in, in, in Jacksonville, Florida. And, uh, it's just trying to nurture those relationships, whether it's in person, whether it's, it's things you're building on LinkedIn and Facebook and just getting, being known, being a contact, being a, a, being a resource as opposed to being, finding the resources is equally important and, uh, and really part of the, the, the growing process of you as a business owner. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But I, I'm just blown away by just virtual assistants because I know that's, that's, where I think my business is going with, uh, with over the course of this year. So I'm really excited that I feel now networking with you. There's, I now have a, of a resource of, of, of knowledge that understands it a lot more and then can definitely be of guidance to me and obviously to others with what OutsourceSchool.com is, is going to be. So thank you so much for joining us today. And I really appreciate you sharing your, 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 your volumes of wealth and knowledge with us. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. If anyone's interested in learning more, go to outsourceschool.com. You can join our wait list. We, we give out free tips, free information every week to help you along your remote hiring journey. And you can follow me on social media, Nathan Hirsch or the real Nate Hirsch. Feel free to reach out to me. I love talking to other entrepreneurs and I'd love to help you in any way that I can. Okay, well, Nathan, thank you so much again. And everyone, thank you for joining us. This is another day of uh, 30 days of, of marketing mavens. We really hope you, uh, Enjoy this and enjoy the rest of the, uh, the conversations we're going to have. So uh, have a great day. Thank you.